Why scout for disease after harvest on the farm today? Harvest means the end of the crops, but the job's not done yet. A thorough field scouting after harvest is important to provide insight into the future well-being of your crops. Post-harvest scouting avoids missing clues due to thick crop canopy like canola in mid-season. Also, some diseases come later in the season after you would scout for diseases. Some considerations for pests and diseases during post-harvest scouting are the life cycle and when or why they're an issue, when to look, and management. Scouting for sclerotinia, which spawns late in the season, means it's already done its damage. However, post-harvest scouting makes it easier to assess the extent of the damage, and it provides a better understanding of the disease prevalence and informs decisions on crop rotations. Some quick tips for dealing with it include. Assessing 50 stems right after harvest using a W pattern in the field. Straight cutting can give you a better chance to inspect your crops. As after the combine finishes a row, you can move into the field to scout ahead before the next row is cut. Scouting for blackleg, a canola disease developing later in the growing season, includes at harvest looking for basal cankers forming on the stems. You can scout for pests like the wheat midge and the stem saw fly. Which can indicate the forecast for the following year. They can be scouted for at the same time. The stem sawfly larvae will cocoon inside a up to two centimeter stubble. Wheat midge larvae is found in soil samples sent to the lab. Tips for management of pests include learning how to identify their damage. A change in the firmness of the stalk can help identify the presence of a pest or disease. You can consider your rotation times. Either increasing or decreasing the number of rotation between your crops can help with starving out the pests, and an early harvest can increase your chances of catching the larvae before it has a chance to move below cutting heights. Provincial cattle specialist Natasha Wilkie shares the current cattle market prices for this week. So this week at the cattle markets, we saw kind of a different story actually for the steers compared to the heifers. For the steer prices, steer prices, so we saw them being mixed across all the different weight categories. While the heifers were mainly lower, they only saw actually one weight category that had an increase in prices. And so the, for the feeder steers, prices ranged from two hundred and sixty-seven dollars and fifty cents per hundred weight for the three hundred to four hundred pound weight category, to one hundred and eighty-five dollars and eighty-eight cents per hundred weight for the nine hundred plus pound weight category. The largest price increase we saw for the steers was in the eight hundred to nine hundred plus. Sorry, eight hundred to nine hundred pound weight category, and those guys went up one dollar and ninety-two cents per hundred weight to end the week, averaging one hundred and ninety-six dollars and ninety-two cents. The largest price decrease we saw for the steers was in the three hundred to four hundred pound weight category, with prices going down four dollars and thirty-three cents. When we look at the feeder heifers, like I said, they were mixed to ma- mixed to lower, I guess, across the reported weight categories, and so prices range from two hundred seventeen dollars and eighty cents per hundred weight for the three hundred to four hundred pound weight category. To one hundred seventy-five dollars and fifty cents per hundred weight for the eight hundred plus pound weight category. The only price increase we saw for the heifers was in the eight hundred plus pound weight category, and those girls went up seventy-nine cents per hundred weight. The largest price decrease we saw was in the five hundred to six hundred pound weight category, with prices going down three dollars and sixty-two cents per hundred weight to end the week, averaging one hundred and eighty-seven dollars and thirty-eight cents. And then when we looked at what kind of seemed to influence those markets, you know, volume was down a little bit for this past week over last week, and so the offerings for each week category were probably, you know, different in various qualities coming through the ring. So that would have put some pressures on them, as well as the feed barley price. It went back up to the price we saw two weeks ago. Uh, luckily, the live fed steer price went up a little bit, so that would have provided some support for our, for our cash calf market. So that was good. 
Um, and then when I mentioned, you know, our numbers were down a little bit, Canfax reported a total of 8,300 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that's lower than 9,879 head the previous week, and lower than the 10,020 head marketed during the same week in 2020. And so we look at market-ready cattle. We've got the price for Alberta fed steers was reported at $158 and a penny per hundred weight, a price increase of 40 cents per hundred weight from the previous week's price. And then we look at the cull cow market. We saw the price of D2 slaughter cows have a slight drop of 13 cents per hundred weight from the previous week. And so they ended the week averaging $80.17 per hundred weight. The price of D3 slaughter cows saw a price decrease of 21 cents from per hundred weight from the previous week. And so they ended the week averaging $70.79 per hundred weight. For Golden West Radio, I'm Marna McManus.